Anthony Anaya here from Caliber Real Estate Group. Today, you're going to listen to a podcast with me, Anthony Anaya, and my co-host, Joe Mitchell. We're going to get into some NFL talk, some CTE talk, as well as some real estate talk. So sit back, enjoy it. Like and subscribe if you want to hear more of it. And if you got any suggestions for the show, go ahead and leave them in the comment section below. Episode one. Episode one of Chewy and Joe. Oh, what do we call this thing? I don't know, dude. I had the really good idea. I thought the beers were dads. I mean, it was so, such a good idea that somebody else took it. Right. We got to tell everyone the original story. Right. So we read your pad. It yeah. was Christmas. Yeah. And we're both dads. Mm-hmm. Our children are the same age. Yeah. And we often visit with each other. Yeah. Kids hanging out. Right, and we were sitting around Christmas time, didn't have work, having a great evening. Yeah, and we were like, "Let's do a podcast, dude. Let's talk into a microphone and let people hear our <laughs> stupid thoughts." Yeah, and we were like, "What do you want to call it?" And I was like, <laughs> "Beers or dads." I mean, it's very fitting for what we do. I mean, right. because we are dads and we do drink beer, so that would be the. <laughs> however, <laughs> we're not. However, we're not the only dads who drink beer. Evidently, yeah. And we got <laughs> topic of conversation for today. What do we want to talk about? We want to talk about. Well, first one's going to be the NFL. NFL big game this weekend. Uh, today is Saturday. Two big ones. We've got two big games coming up tomorrow on Sunday. We've got Big Dick Joe Burrow. <laughs> That guy. I love that guy. He's such a dude, dude. I will say, all right, so I'm a fan of Joe Burrow. I'm a fan of the Bengals, uh, primarily because uh, they were the foe against the Rams last year when the Rams won the Super Bowl, and I was there, Section 500, all the way up in the nosebleeds. Very true. Uh, But uh, I – dude, they're a tough team. They got, like, a young squad. I mean, Joe Burrow's super young. but uh, they do. They look good. They look fucking strong. So, what do you predict? What's what's? Uh, how do you think they're going to do tomorrow? So the Patrick Mahomes injury, coming from a guy who's gone through it twice. Yeah, got some uh, screws in it's there. Not, <laughs> got some hardware. It's <laughs> not. Uh, it's not as cut and dry as everyone thinks it, it's going to be. Like he's going to be, not himself. Yeah. Whenever you got but, an injury like that, you're you're not you're a, a shadow of yourself. Yeah. But a shadow of Mahomes is legit yeah. either yeah. way. So I think he'll he'll be fine. He won't be his typical self, but he'll be fine. Yeah. If Joe Burrow and those Bengals go in those first couple drives, dude, yeah. if they if they go down, punch in the mouth. Dude, if they <laughs> if they go down, Right, and especially if they get a stop on D, yeah. Right, a three and out or whatever, maybe you know, mm-hmm. just make them punt. Like, dude, that game's gonna be legit. Yeah, like it's prediction on the game. Who's winning? Don't give me a Man. score. Don't do any of that stuff. We're not on. Just going we're not on straight, NBC. All right, not. straight win, lose, money line. Yes. Like no, no nah. points, no, no points, nothing. No. Oh man, it's a tough one because it, I mean it, it's it's a rematch of of last year. You mm-hmm. got. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people predicted that Patrick Mahomes would take it last year. Absolutely. I, I don't think it's one of those. It doesn't feel like one of those games where the history kind of matters. You know what I mean? It's not one of those games where you think like, 
oh, it's just a repeat. It's not like a New England, New York kind of thing where it's like they've got their, you know, they got their number. Yeah. I think Patrick Mahomes like could and might do it. I I kind of like if I were betting, but you know, you throw in that whole thing about his injury, injury, whatever it is. Oh man, it's tough. But you still like uh, if I were betting, I would say Kansas City by like a fucking hair, by a fucking <laughs> butt hair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so let's transition to the Niners oh, against the Schmeagles. <laughs> so Brock Purdy. Has yeah. yet to have a rookie moment. Yeah, that's true. Every rookie, okay, or you know, yeah, the, young, the young cat, yeah, any young flub. cat, right? Any young cat who's going hot. Yeah, there's that game. Yeah, that yeah. brings it back to reality. Yeah, it'll snap back. Yeah, this cat hasn't had it yet. Oh man, okay. you know, I think with that, it's uh, he's. He doesn't seem like he believes in that. I I kind of feel like which is the thing almost almost like ignorance is bliss. He's kind of like like oh dude the guy what I do right. I feel like Like, he just doesn't understand the like level at which he's like playing. (laughs) 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 So for that reason, he's just gonna like he'll do well. It's like uh, ignorance uh, ignorance is bliss. I feel like he doesn't understand like what he's getting himself into tomorrow. (laughs) You know, you're playing like the championship. It's kind of a big deal here. Yeah, but no, dude, that guy, I think he's got uh, confidence, uh, like un, like he he doesn't sh- he should not have this much confidence. Yeah, but he does, and he plays with it, and it's kind of like all right, well, it that kind of confidence does kind of get you to in those big moments when you have to produce or you have to like, you know, the game's on the line. Yeah. You want that confidence. I'm almost kind of like I would rather take confidence than skill to a certain extent. I mean, it, obviously, we're in, a degree, it's a man yeah. of fell, yeah, to a so degree, everyone yeah. has that skill. But that it almost comes down to that, to that part where people are where these players are uh, have to reach down to that certain level to like get, make that play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, for sure. So, I mean, that guy, I mean, I, I don't know if he even believes in having a rookie moment. Dude, the guy's just going to, like, continue to fucking ball out, like, until he <laughs> recognizes yeah. that he's in the <laughs> NFL. Right, yeah. So, okay, and this is what I feel like he has, and this goes a long way. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. Got the old chip on the shoulder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm the last pick. Last pick. I'm this. I'm that. Yeah. Oh, like, who's this guy? Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, there's something we said about proving people wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, dude. And so now he's got his opportunity. He has this moment. Um, But yeah, dude, he's like playing really well. And he doesn't seem like rattled at all. He doesn't seem, yeah. But dude, the hardest job on the planet. Is to play quarterback in the NFL. Oh man, yeah. I don't. I don't care. My long shot. Hey, yeah. sorry, deadliest catch, and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best bearing seat. Like, I'm yeah. sorry about yeah. all that stuff. Like, I know you guys like have a tough job. Yeah, but dude, to put the mental, physical, emotional. Oh, like, dude, dude, you got to put all of it together. Every play, the split seconds that you have to make a decision to throw the ball, yeah. to do this, to see this. To recognize this, yeah, like it's, it's unbelievable. It's Just think job. about the amount of people that have done that job, yeah, and have been successful at it. Oh man, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Dude. So who wins, Niners or Schmeagles? Oh man, I my my heart wants the Eagles to win, but I just it like I feel like again I feel like it's like the Niners are just the tougher team. Like their defense <sighs> is just fucking stacked. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be the Niners. All right. I'm gonna here's go, the thing. I'm gonna go opposite. I, I'm gonna yeah. take the Schmeagles at home. I do. I I. Jalen, from your mouth to God's ears. Jalen, Jalen, I'm Jaylen. playing the chip, baby. Yeah, both. Yeah, the other chip. Well, not Purdy's. Not Purdy's. Not Purdy's Plain. chip. Yeah, yeah Jalen's chip. Yeah, dude. I hope that that's the case. Good. Yeah, I hope that that's the case. I really do want. I mean, the Eagles. Uh, like, I mean, kind of going back to fans. Like, they're they're not the greatest fans either. They fucking punch horses and whatever, Silly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they build them tough out there. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, forget like fans aside, dude, just like Jalen Hurts, like you kind of want, you know, you want him to to win. You want him to get one. Yeah. But either way, dude, both games are going to be fucking awesome. They're going to be, I mean, I hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like sure. going back to last week, we thought all four games were going to be like, you know, top notch. And the Eagles dick punch. Yeah. Like, dude, it was terrible. I mean, the, the Niners and Cowboys game was just like, weird and ending on that yeah. like weird like i mean what why why would you run that play it seems like a like a high school football play that uh, just like somebody drew up no i know but they were but dude it's better than the typical like oh like we're gonna roll out and yeah you have your five you know we're gonna throw this and we're gonna try to pitch it back like i don't know at least yeah. they drew something up and tried yeah. it like no. i know obviously it's <laughs> well, dude, and Ezekiel Elliott hindsight- ended up uh, <laughs> Wiley Coyote in the ground. Like <laughs> he got pancaked. Dude, that guy got blasted. Yeah, it was not good. Oh, <laughs> not good for that kid. It was embarrassing. Okay. So, speaking of getting rocked on the football field, <laughs> you do not have a son. No, you daughter. have you have a daughter. A daughter. Yeah, sweet gal. Yeah, sweet pea. Um, let's say you had a son. Yeah, the CTE fiasco the players being safe the yada yada yeah do you because this question has been asked to me because i have i have two sons and i'm a high school football coach yeah do you let your son play yeah and at what age or not at all or whatever uh all right so do i let my son play i would let my son play uh, at what age? That's the big. That's the 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 where. At what point? Uh, high school is. I mean, that kind of seems like you know whatever you're gonna do. Again, kind of going back to those statistics. Is your son gonna be make it in the NFL? Is he gonna be in the NFL? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, in all likelihood. <laughs> but not. could your son get a scholarship to a great you know university and? go there for a few years, pick up, you know, some kind of degree and then come out of it, you know, get a, a better person degree or something sure. yeah, and, and have that experience. And then, you know, I don't have to foot the bill for that would say getting them in at high school, at a high school level at, at that would be kind of like the, 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 the point that I would say, yes. Okay. Before that, it's kind of like, well, all right, well, are we risking injury? You know? It like long. I, I think the days of doing like Oklahoma drills and all that. I don't know. I, don't, I think those long are done. I think gone. those are. We done. don't even. Dude, I don't even do those. Nobody do does that, that anymore. Yeah. I think everyone understands that you know putting two kids against each other and just having them fucking rock each other. 
is not the right way to go. <laughs> yes, for sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, no matter how much protection they have on them. Okay, so you're a little dude. What at what age is he playing? I I think I think I'm doing like freshman or sophomore year of high school. Yeah, yeah. I th- dude, I think so. No Chiefs. No, no Chiefs. No man. OC Chiefs. No. I think I'm going soccer. I think I'm going like something like with less like you know less. I don't know. I mean, is soccer less like? Do you have less concussions? I know they kind of go up for headers and stuff, and kind of like. But if that's the case, then I'm going soccer. Um, I don't know, track, you know, shot put something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, well, how about you? I mean, what do you? What's your? You know, where are you going? Okay. And this is might be different because obviously because right. you're a head coach and you you know that's your yeah your your pipeline of like players coming in from. No, so uh, if my sons wanted to play, like, dude, they're they're gonna play. Yeah. Like if. They want to start off with flag football and then gradually make that transition to tackle, like, for sure. I feel like as a dad, a coach, that I can coach it properly to where they're going to be safe. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? So I trust myself in that sense of, like, you know, I'll get them them going, get them through it, teach them properly and stuff like that. Can you prevent everything? No. Yeah. Like – you know, it's just nah, shit's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah it's just gonna happen on the field you could, that you just can't dude, control. You could yeah, step off a curb and like hurt yourself. Like yeah. it's just, it is what it is. But yeah, um, I think there's something to be said for high school football. How it just, it's something that is really special. Oh, dude! And you, you know, if your life's this big, dude, that that high school football moment is that big. It's so but impactful, it's, dude. It's so huge. So impactful. It's so it huge. Lasts, uh, it has such a lasting impression on you, and there's a reason why we always kind of reference it, and why we always kind of talk about you know those times because, you know, you played at NAU, you know, you played at OCC, NAU, you have those memories, but those aren't the things that stick out. Those aren't no. the ones that like were you know they kind of made you a man. You know, you already kind of like galvanized. You're already kind of like in that. The high school years, those, you know, kind of what we're talking about with like Petrie is like those times where you are, you know, you're, you're, you're made it come at the high school level. You know, it's just, it's such a specific time in your life where you're kind of coming into yourself and you're figuring yourself out. You're, you know, and it's like, you're figuring out yourself with your teammates you're, you're overcoming adversity. You're pushing yourself. Yeah, dude, you know what sure. I mean? You're yeah. doing like you're doing one more. You know yeah. what I mean? You're like doing one more wind sprint or or gas or whatever it is. Yeah. Doing one more rep, and you're kind of figuring out like how much more you have. And that at that level, you don't do that in junior all American. No, you know what I mean? It's like you don't at, do that in PE. You don't do that in yeah in PE. Yeah, you don't do that. In, <laughs> yeah, Elmo yeah. PE. Yeah. Well, you might with Jay Mitch. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no we playing a lot of dodgeball. It, that's at that level. That's where you're kind of figuring yourself out and yeah. kind of preparing you for that next level, yeah. preparing you for the college, for the whatever. I mean, not even just like with sports, but kind of preparing you for life. Yeah, figuring out like what you're going to do next and kind of getting yourself prepared for that. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, and everyone everyone goes through that portion. Right, because that's what high school is, right? You come yeah. in as a freshman, you have no idea. You're like, oh, like yeah. figuring it out. Oh, yeah, Sophomore year is probably the worst year because you're a tweener. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm not a 
you know, I'm not a freshman anymore, but yeah, you should I'm, know more, but, but you don't know yeah, more, but, I, but I'm not a dude. I'm not a yeah. senior yet. And you're kind of yeah. like, Ugh, like, I'm not sure that year is like the worst yeah. year. That's the, yeah. Your junior year. You're like, I got, it. got it. Yeah. Senior year. You're like slam Figured dunk. Out. I'm riding this through. Like yep. I got it. But yep. dude, those four years, right. Cause everyone goes through that transition. Yeah. If you're going to go through that transition, do it with football. Yeah. Because it's going to like, it's going to, I don't know. It's going to like, it's going to blow up the picture even better. Oh and yeah. Yeah. More clear for you. And it's going to yeah. like, every aspect is going to make you better. Yeah. Every, so. it, it, there's like life lessons in all those things. You know, it's like kind of like when, uh, uh, talking about digging deep and finding that extra one, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and coach Hitch was like, a. uh, he would always like, you know, kind of push you at the end of practice. Once you've like done all your shit, whatever individual drills you've done, team drills, you've done, uh, you know, uh, pursuit special drills, teams, yeah. special you've teams, all, all that. All right. Time to run some gassers. And every time that you think that you don't have enough or you don't have any more in you, he, all you have to say is dig deep. One more, one more find, And you fucking find it. And you find that yeah. one more and you, that kind of like lesson of knowing that you always have more in the tank kind of like you can, you can take that into your personal life. You can take that into your professional life yeah. in your whatever and just go, Hey, whenever I think I don't have enough dig deep, you'll find one more. Yeah. You'll find one and more. you know, what's weird is so like we grew up playing sports and so we grew up thinking like, yeah, you got one more, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. That that's normal. Yeah. That everyone has it. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah, that's not the case. It's not. Yeah. So as I've gotten older, been teaching a lot of years now, been coaching a lot of years now, and like I've come across a lot of kids. Yeah. Even parents of these kids and stuff. Yeah. Not everybody. Ain't the norm. <laughs> not, not everyone's got that extra one in them, right? And it's like, yeah. And it just like kind of blows your mind of like, yeah, like what, like no, like how important that lesson yeah was. like why like yeah. why don't you do that or whatever like yeah I, w I don't think twice about it yep but to them that's like yeah why like it's not the norm it's yeah, not that's too it's much not why are you know. doing that it's yeah. like no that's not that's that's what you do yeah and dude like even like passing that on to like our kids and you yeah. do that i know that and and i do the same is you pass that on to your kids it's like you, you know you you're trying to instill that same thing but without those lessons back in the day you wouldn't be able to pass that on. You sure. wouldn't know those, like, you know, how to dig deep and find that one more. You know sure. what I mean? So it's just, yeah. I mean, so for that reason, I would say, you know, for your, from your original question, high school, you learn that. Junior All-American, maybe it's like it's not kind of like taught as much. Okay. For sure, freshman level, get, get, it's you know, get them in there at that point. Yeah, it's okay. on. I would encourage my kid – my daughter, my son, whoever it is to, uh, yeah, pursue what they want to do. You know, if yeah. they have a drive to do that. And that's like the biggest thing that, you know, I would hope for, I would hope that for my daughter, for Mila and for your two kids is like, they have drive to do something. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So being the real estate guy, yeah, coach me up. I've never purchased a home. Yeah. <laughs> I've never purchased a, a piece of property. Yeah. My wife and I and our children, we've rented. Yeah. How do I buy a home? 
in California if I want to stay. Uh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. The weather. Uh, yeah. Totally like, different. How than do I like do it? Back east. Yeah. Like you said, a million acres. You can buy the, like half of the state of like Texas for $30,000. Like, yeah. You have, what do you hear? Yeah. You got to fucking pack a gum and, 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 uh, <laughs> and like a couple bucks in your bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll give you an acre. No. It's different out here for sure. Because I, I don't know anything. Like, yeah. Literally, I don't know. I don't understand it. I mean, a lot of people don't understand that process, and it's it could be a pretty simple one. I mean, you can, you can make it as complicated as you as you want, but in like in short, the process is you find a property that you like, you work with a uh, somebody who can give you a loan, uh, somebody who will take your credit score, take your income, and that's take the your bank. Money. It could be a bank. It could be a private lender. It could be what is what does that mean? What's a private lender? Bank, I know. So Wells bank, Fargo. Yeah, Wells Fargo, uh, Bank B of, of America, America or whoever, yeah. uh, Orange County Credit Union, whatever. Those are the big ones. Yeah. But then you have private lenders who will essentially what they do is they give you money based on your criteria, based on like how much you make, how much money you have saved up in your credit score. Okay, and they'll say, all right you will qualify you for X amount of dollars. And let's just for hypothetical reasons say, we'll qualify you for $500,000. You can go out and shop around for $500,000. That private lender will then, once you get into a loan, will take that loan and he'll sell it off on the secondary market. And the secondary market- See what the, f like, Well, I'm gone. You lost me. No, lost that's, me. Uh, like, like you've heard of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. If you've heard those names before, yeah, those are uh, institutions that purchase uh, thirty-year fixed loans or just like different loans, and what they'll do is they'll hold on to them, uh, and then they'll collect interest over the court over the life of the loan, and that frees up the private lender to l let somebody else <laughs> borrow money. I mean, it's a it's a it's okay. Let's skip somewhat. The Let's skip to private lender. Okay. Or a private, like, I, I doubt I would get one, right? You like, could, say no, I wanted to get could. one. you could. Absolutely, you can go private lender. You can go private lender. But how would I even find one? I mean, we, like, real estate agents have people that they work with that okay. are. So that would be on your end. That would be on my end. Okay. I would, like, put you in touch with the private lender to say, all right, here, here's somebody that I've worked with that I trust that will uh, guide you it, they'll take all their uh, your information on uh, how much money you make, credit score, and all that. Okay. And they'll give you kind of like a uh, figure on what you're – they call it pre-qualified. When you hear that term pre-qualified, it's like they've done all the vetting on how much you make, how much uh, you have for uh, in savings, like mm -hmm. a down payment, and then how much you have in reserves. And they'll say, all right, you can qualify for X amount of dollars to go out and shop for a house in this price range. And that's you know it can be anywhere four five hundred thousand six seven hundred thousand up to a million two million whatever yeah. it is depending on how much money you make. So at that point, I then am, I am buying a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but once you have that, you yeah. know, once you have no, I that, you, I got you, I got you. Pre-approval, then you go out and just like it's like you know you go out and kind of shop for prices that are in or shop for houses that are in your price range. At that point, once you find a place that you like, you. Uh, we'll put out an offer on a place on that property, depending on the price, you know, and how much you want to pay for it. 
and it doesn't have to be the exact price of that property. Right. You can you, go, can, you can lowball them, right? You can lowball. Or not ball, like a little can, bit. Or depending you can, on the market. So, right. you know, right now. Okay, that's the other thing that gets me. The market. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I feel like the market is like this invisible thing that I've never seen before. It is. It's completely invisible. Uh, and I've here's seen, what. Here, let I don't me get explain it. the market in like, what's the market value on a property? I mean, just like with anything, it's what people will pay for an item for in that current like time. So like eggs right now. Oh my God, dude, <laughs> eggs. That's a perfect <laughs> example. The old toilet paper of 2020. 2020, right toilet paper of 2020. What a fiasco. That, what a dude, fiasco. That oh, was. dude, like face masks of 20 fucking 20, early 2020. <laughs> it's whatever the mar- the market will dictate what the price is. And if okay. there is a shortage of an item and there is a high demand for an item, the price is just inherently just going to go up. So with real estate, I mean, it's one of the very few items that there will never be more. They'll never create more real estate in Southern California or anywhere in the world, for that matter. It, it's, it's defined. This is the amount of space that is, you know, land parcel of like a property it's already been determined the only thing that changes is people will sell their property people will uh you know people's situations change and they either need to get rid of their property or sell it or they just want to like move to another state and like sell it and that's where your inventory comes from that is because that reason because inventory is determined by the people who are selling it it, there's just like there's not an infinite amount, uh, infinite amount of this product. There's a finite amount of this product called real estate and homes and properties. So, market value is what people will pay for that product in a specific time. Now, a couple of years ago, the interest rates were very very low. Okay. They were. Let me pause you. Yeah. Interest rates. Yeah. What is that even? So interest rates are the amount that a company or a bank, let's say, will charge you in order to let you borrow this money. And it's an okay. annual. So what they do is they take, uh, you, you, you've heard the numbers, 2.5, 3, 5, 6, exactly. 7, 8%, whatever right. it is. What they'll do. a interest rate or they'll whatever. T- yeah, they'll take. So if you borrowed from a bank sure. $500,000. Let's say to buy a house, you put whatever your down payment was, and you said, "I'm going to borrow five hundred thousand dollars from this bank," and the bank said, "Yeah, sure, we'll give you this money, but we're going to charge you five percent interest." Okay. Now that's not the case right now. It's a little bit, you know, higher and it kind of fluctuates, but just for argument's sake, we'll call it five percent interest. Okay. F- they'll take five percent of what you borrowed over the course, uh, and they'll, they'll the mathematical equation is. Five percent over the course of a year. How much is that? And then, I mean, I don't have a calculator in front of my (laughs) face, but twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Where it's like when someone said, like, that's the part that, like, I don't know, turns me off or whatever. But when someone's like, well, you know, the interest rate, you know, that'll get you the two point eight. And I'm like, well, there's oh, a yeah. big fluctuation. Like, I feel like these old guys, whenever I talk oh, to old yeah. guys, dude, yeah. they're like, man, that interest rate. And I'm like, oh. 
Well, that there's a big is. fluctuation between a three percent interest rate and a five percent interest rate, okay. and, and you know, and not to get into the weeds and like the specifics of the numbers, but you're talking about thousands of dollars a month, so month over month. Okay, so I'm paying the bank. Yeah. Okay, so this part gets me too, and I'm I and I swear to you, I have no idea how this stuff works. Mm. For two reasons. One, I don't have an interest in it. Yeah. And two, I get lost. Yeah. So that's why. Sure. And I'm sure there's millions of people like me. Like, it's oh, just yeah, like yeah. Huge turnoff. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Just the way my brain works. Yeah. So I go to you. I say, hey, I want to buy a house. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We go through that process. Loan, et cetera, et cetera. When I make my mortgage payment correct yeah i'm paying the bank or i'm paying like who am i paying because whoever i bought the house from they get their money from the bank yes or like you know what i mean like yeah because my parents sold their home yeah and the people who bought it <laughs> i don't think we're writing them <laughs> no like, no right so it's like it, the, so, the bank does the the sure. deal so the way that that works is the bank essentially will pay the whoever it is that is selling their house. Okay. So in the scenario where your parents bought or sold their house. Yeah. The bank. The bank says, okay, we are giving you the money on behalf of our clients, the bank or the, the, the borrower. People buying it. Yes. We're going to pay you the m amount of money that you asked for which in this scenario let's just say again hypothetically it's 500,000 and then they're paying the bank and then the borrowers will pay the bank back the money that they've they gotcha. they've uh, asked for so the banks really own the houses the banks do own the houses yeah and in California it is i mean you pay a note like technically you pay your mortgage and you pay your note but it is the bank essentially kind of gives you the right to do whatever you want to do with the property until you pay them back. And gotcha. then once you've paid them back, it's completely yours. Well, when you're like 90 years old. When you're, yeah, 30 years past whenever. So, like, <laughs> if you were to buy a house now in, at the age when of I'm 70, 75. <laughs> you would own the, out, yeah. the house outright and you can do what you want with it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's one of the things, it's like one of the biggest, uh, one of the ways to like kind of build wealth the easiest or kind of quickest ways to build wealth. Right, because to buy the, property, right? Yeah, because yeah. the amount of growth that you have in a property, in a house, is so much more than whatever money that you invest in whatever, in anything. You can put 20% down on a property, or you can even go less than that. You can go 5%, 3%. Like, there are ways to get into, like, to purchase a property that aren't the traditional, like, what you hear about 20% down. Yeah. And in fact, I mean, more often than not, that's like what people do is they don't get into properties like holding on to 20% down until they're ready to buy. Okay, let me ask you that because because even for myself, like, I don't know, just being a little bit like, Ooh, I don't know how much money I have. Like, yeah. do I have as much money as the next guy or yeah, whatever? Yeah. So, like, like, how much money do you need to have in your checking, in your savings, how much do you need to have monthly? So those three things, like yeah. checking, savings, and what you bring home. Yeah. To go and be like, you know what? I could buy a home. Yeah. Like you, like what do you what do you need in those? So at, 
there are conventional loans, it, and it all kind of depends on which way you want to go. You can do a conventional loan and do as little as like, let's say 5% down, 5% of your purchase price of a property. Now, what you can afford uh, monthly will be dependent on how much you make, okay. your income, your combined income, and how you, like which way you collect your income. So, so there's there's like people who figure all this out. Yeah, the lender will figure out exactly take exactly how much you make. They'll take uh, he'll take exactly how much like in which way you make it because there are different ways that you can collect income. You can collect income on, let's say, a ten ninety nine, uh, which is somebody uh, a business just pays you a check. You're not on payroll. You just collect a certain amount of money every month, quarter, year, whatever it is. Yeah. And they just give you a non-taxed X amount of dollars that they're going to just give you a, write you a check for. Sure. At, at that point, when you collect that money, it's on you to pay your taxes on that money, right? So a, a lender will take what you've made. Now, you can apply that to your uh, income based on uh, how much time you've been with that kind of company. Okay. Because 1099, there's not a lot of security in the way that you're paid. Right, because you're kind of like an independent contractor. Yeah, you can be fired at any point. Right. And it all comes to security and what you're able to pay back. Right, the so banks, like a W-2. Yes. So a W-2, yeah. right, which I am, Yeah. would be completely different from, yeah. say, my wife, who's yep. a, a 1099. 1099. Yeah. Yes. So okay. a W-2 employee, there are uh, security measures in place, like uh, unemployment. If you get fired for whatever reason, if you get laid off, you have unemployment benefits that you can collect. So okay. there is income that can kind of come to you in, uh, if you were to get laid off. So for that reason, a W-2 employee is kind of like looked at as being more secure than a 1099 because there is no safeguard in place if your wife were to get fired or just like let go and, and, her, can, and her contract canceled. It's kind of like, well, you know, there's no... Tough cookies. Tough, tough cookies. Go find another place to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say the amount of money that you will... like The amount of equity, when they call equity... <sighs> heard that term yeah you're talking about equity nothing up here okay <laughs> I, I don't get it what does that shit even mean equity is just the amount of money uh between the amount that you owe and how much it, it's worth you can have equity in any so like what does that even mean all right all right let me give you okay your truck i am your truck dumb as dirt my truck is your old as dirt. <laughs> your truck is old as dirt yeah but it is a Chevy Silverado, it is. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Prime Chevy, Chevy Silver, Primo Silverado, two thousand one, white. Yeah, hand me down. With tinted windows. White, white. It shakes. Center console's broken. Oh, dude, that's the least the of its the worries. The check engine light is on. It's never so, turned off. So waiting for that bad boy to turn off. Playing so, the long, playing the long game on that. How much money do you owe on that? Nothing. Zero. <laughs> You know how much equity you have in that? Thank you, Matt Mitchell. <laughs> how much could you sell it for right now? Dude, I have people coming by who stop and see my truck yeah. and ask to buy my truck all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, You would be shocked. 
like, wouldn't be because it's a solid truck. Dude, it is you, a solid okay. truck. But if you were to just tell the average right, what's Joe the Schmo. What's the price? How much how much they offer me? you? I have no idea. The amount of wealth that you'll build purchasing a house, no matter how much it is, paying whatever it is that you're paying, you're paying yourself. Think about like how long you've been paying towards your rent. A rental, yeah. All that money you're paying to someone else. If you were to own that property, you're paying yourself back in equity. The amount of money that you owe compared to how much it's worth is equity. Your car, your truck right now, even if it were $6,000 that that guy could like pay you. It ain't worth it. That's $6,000 in equity that you have because yep. you owe nothing and this is how much somebody would pay it market value so it's worth six thousand yeah yeah kelly blue book might say it's worth 1400 but it's what market value that's how much that's your equity the amount of money that you owe on a property compared to how much it's worth or how much somebody would pay for it so if you owe five hundred thousand dollars on a property and it's worth a million you have five hundred thousand dollars in equity do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that no. make sense? No, that makes sense. Yeah. So if, let's wrap this up because I think this, that's going to die for sure. Let's wrap it up. All wrap right. it up. Uh, Jay Mitch, Chew Dog, signing out. Uh, Coach, Coach Mitch, <laughs> Anthony Anaya. Anthony Anaya. There you go. Realty Anaya, Caliber Real Estate Group. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, like, do all the things to keep on listening to this. And, Elmo, uh, Elmo football. Elmo football. Let's go. Yeah. And that was the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, go ahead and put them in the comment section below. Like and subscribe to hear more of us. Otherwise, we'll be back next week for another edition of this podcast. In the meantime, take care. Talk to you.